Um, I'm excited today. I'm going to be continuing our sing series. We're going to be looking at the radical witness when churches sing. There we go. Um, I'm going to break that down into three main sections. The first being singing together is always a witness. The second is the effect that singing has on us. And then the third being singing the gospel. Now, before we go straight in, I'm going to ask you a question. I want to get you thinking. How important do you think your voice is? So just have a think. How important do you think your voice is? Depending on how you spend your time, whether you work or you're at home, how important do you think your voice is? Have a think. Okay. If you didn't know, I'm a primary school teacher, so my voice is pretty important. Um, very dependent on it through teaching, um, motivating, praising, um, and all the other stuff that is not so nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so as a teacher, my voice is um, very important. Now, you might think, oh, okay, this is what I do as my work, or this is what I do at home, and my voice isn't important. But it is, regardless of whether you are at work or you're, on this, you're walking down the street or you're in your car. When you're speaking to someone, your voice is important. Um, a lot of someone's opinion is based on your voice. So the loudness of your voice or the softness of your voice. Thinking back to teachers, if you think back to your teachers you had at school, you often remember them by their voice. So if they had a soft, calming voice, they might have been one of your favourite teachers. Or if they were a teacher that maybe shouted a lot, you think, well, actually, I didn't like that class. So it does make a difference. It is important. And that's something we're going to be looking at today. So thinking about our voice is a witness. Our voice is something that is observed by other people. This is the same for singing. So whether you're singing here at church or you're singing at home, um, people do make observations. It might be if you're a good singer or you're a bad singer. But a lot of it is from your words, the words that you are singing. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. So, um, the first verse we're going to be looking at is from Matthew 12, 34. So it says, For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So this is thinking about, we are thinking about what we say, but it's what we say comes from our heart. So what is in our heart, what we're focused on, and what we feel is then what's going to come out of our mouth. So it's really important that our heart is aligned to how we truly feel. So if you're a Christian today, and you've come into church, and maybe you've not had a, a great morning or a great week, is thinking, okay, what can I do before coming into church so that my heart is aligned to how I, how I actually want to be, how I want to act in church today, how I want to worship. And it's the same whether you are a Christian or you're not a Christian, you're outside of church or inside of church. Thinking about where our heart is at will then reflect on how we speak and what we say. So it's something we really need to be thinking about and it's really important. So another question, get you thinking. Some people were... And the sort of people like Bill that sing all the time, sing in the shower as we found out and in the bath. Other people might not sing as much. What makes you sing? So if you're someone that sings or maybe doesn't sing, what makes you sing? I think it's easy to um, it's easy to think that our singing isn't that important or that um, we don't need to think about our singing. But in the same way we think about how we might talk to someone, we need to think about how we sing as well. Um, so we're going to be looking at Psalm 66, verse 2 next. So it says, Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. So shout for joy to God. So that's not just sing quietly or mumble or I'm not feeling it, so I'm not going to sing. It's, it's shout for joy. You should be shouting for joy. So regardless of what's happened in the morning, maybe you need to pray about it. Maybe it's something you need to talk to someone about before you come into church. It's making those little steps before to help you, to make sure you are shouting for joy. And it says, shout for joy to God all the earth. It's not just 
It's not just one person that is feeling really on top of the world that day, then it's just going to be them singing. It doesn't work like that. It's all the earth. So collectively, we should be singing together and worshipping God for everything he's done for us. And the next line, sing the glory of his name. So making sure that, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in a second, but making sure our praise to him is glorious. So give to him glorious praise. So glorious is defined as having, worthy of, or bringing fame or admiration. So if you want to think about whether you are um, being glorious in your praise and in glorious when you're speaking to people, think about whether you are doing those things, whether you're showing admiration for that person. Um, I compared, when I was looking at this verse, I compared the ESV version and then I compared the NIV version. And they were quite similar, but it's just something in the last line that um, was quite important to me. So, on the ES version, on the third line, it says, Give to him glorious praise. Um, one second. Yeah, and then the NIV version, it says, Make his praise glorious. So, it's almost giving us that application, that next step. So, instead of just give to him glorious praise, okay, I'll, I'll try. But here it's saying, Make his praise glorious. So, it's something you have to do, it's an action for us to take right there. So, think about how, what are you going to do to make your praise glorious this week. Whether that is to God, whether that's in a workplace, whether that's just to friends. How are you going to make your voice and your singing glorious? So, um, over this time, we're going to be looking at different reasons why we should sing and do we sing. Think about what we can do to then um, be thinking about our singing. Okay. So, our first point is singing together is always a witness. So we're going to be looking at Psalm 117 first. So it says, Praise the Lord, all you nations, for great is his love toward us. So like I just said, it's, we need to make sure we are praising him. And it's all you nations. It's not just the one person that's feeling on top of the world that day, feeling positive. It is for everyone. It says, For great is his love toward us. I think it's so easy for us to um, just know God loves us, but his love is larger than we can imagine. And and often when we're feeling low, we don't know what's going on around us to, to know why we're feeling that way. And it's, but it's being comfortable in that and just having that strong faith towards him. Um, when, we, when we sing together, when we worship, it's not that we're making, by praising God, it's not making him any bigger. It's not making him any better. It's making the spotlight on him larger. <laughs> and it's giving more spotlight to him. So it's almost like when we're singing, we, we each have our torch and we're all shining it on the gospel for then everyone else to see. So there's more spotlight, more focus on God and the gospel. So that's what we need to remember when we're, when we're singing. So gospel essentially means good news. Gospel is the good news. It's the good news that the Son of God came down to free us from sins, free us from any situations that are holding us back and anything that's um, bothering us. Ultimately, when we sing, we, it gives us joy. Singing is joyful. It's a joy for us because it can co- encourage us, it can motivate us and challenge us, but it's also a joy for others. So when we're singing, others do hear. For example, when we're worshipping right now, we don't think of it, we're facing the front, but all it could take is someone to walk past and they think, oh, what, what are they singing about? They wonder why they're singing. Like if you think when, when someone else is singing, often I think, well, why, why are they singing? What's made them sing? Why are they, what's happened in their day for them to be singing like that? And how are, they, how are they all singing towards this one God or this one reason? When I first came to church here, um, first, first time as I was kind of 
exploring Christianity, and I was going to Alpha, which is a place where you can ask lots of questions and explore. I, was, I came to church, and everyone was singing the same songs, singing so passionately. I thought, what is this about? Why, why are they all singing? What's got them all singing the same songs and so passionately? And that was part of the exploring that um, really hooked me. So think about when you're singing, you're not just singing for yourself, you are singing for the people around you. Well, all it could take is the person next to you might not be feeling it, and yet you're encouraging them and you're stirring them by you singing next to them. So it's really important to think about. Um, recently, me and Kate got married, if you don't know. Just... I had to include that, didn't I, really? <laughs> um, but when, when we uh, were doing some of the jobs that we had to do for our wedding, there's a whole list of jobs. One of the ones was choosing our songs. So you might think, oh, that's quite easy. I think the songs I like, Kate thinks the songs she likes, and we come to some compromise, which is true in some way. But also, there's a lot of things we want to think about. We want to think about the words of the songs, because there's some songs that you're singing, you're like, oh, I like the, I like the tune to this. And there's other songs you think, actually, the words to this really mean something to me. They might really mean something to you, and it might um, be the exact truth that you want to share that day. So that's something we definitely thought about. So we're thinking about whether it showed God's goodness, it was relative to the Bible, it was true to the Bible, but then also approachable. So approachable to people that maybe don't know um, Christianity and they're still exploring. So it's, it's trying to find a balance. And I think that's something we can take in our life as well, thinking about when we're sharing songs with people and when we're singing, and thinking about our words. And we're going to be looking at that a little bit more in a minute as well. So that was point one. So point one is we sing because singing together is always a witness. So we're going to move on to our second point, which is the effect that singing has on us. And it's important. If we're thinking about being able to witness to other people through our singing, we need to think about the effect that singing has on us, because then we know the effect it has on others. And if we're in the right place to sing, wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly, then we can then influence more people, okay, and reach more people and um, go on from there. So a little question here. Um, would you like a question? I want you to think, whether you're Christian, not Christian, exploring, wherever you're at, who do Christians sing to? Mostly it's God. If you've got that good answer, right answer. Okay, but mostly it's to God. We do sing to God, okay? Um, when, we, when we sing, when we worship, it realigns our heart. It realigns where we're thinking, where, like I said, where we're feeling and um, directs us in the right way. And it is good for us. It is good for us. So we're going to look here at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. So it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worth, worthy of praise, we need to be thinking about these things. So these are the kind of values that me and Kate were looking at when we were coming to sing, uh, choose our songs. Is it true? Is it, is it true to what we believe? Is it true to what we think? Um, now you might so when we're thinking about worshipping when we're thinking about singing um, it is something that is radical it is something that's different like I said I was at the front or maybe not at the front I was standing there hearing everyone worship hearing everyone singing um, from different backgrounds different nations but for one, for one point and for one reason and that is radical that doesn't happen often that doesn't happen you don't really see that you might say oh like a football match is quite similar because they chant and they sing but it's so different. It's, this tool's that one goal, that one, 
one reason to sing. And I think often we underpin it and we think, oh, it's just the worship part and then we have this part and then we have this part. But it's so important, so important. It's that commitment and that collaborative and collective sound together just builds up everyone. It's such a challenge and a motivation for people. So it is radical and we should sing boldly to it and be proud of what we are doing. Um, Personally, when it comes to worship songs, the kind of songs that I really enjoy and the ones that stir me often based on God's plan for me. So you could look at a range of worship songs, they have different focuses, but the ones for me are more about God's plan and knowing that whatever I do, God is there for, for me and I can have a comfort in that and a hope and knowing that he will provide. So this is, this is something for, for you to think this week. What, is it, what truth is it that you need to know, you need to really um, install in yourself that will help you go out through the week and be motivated and challenged? Maybe it's a certain truth that you already know in a song and that's just maybe a song that you want to maybe put on repeat. Or for me, I have Spotify, so it might just be adding to that to a playlist and um, maybe listening to that and making that effort to think, okay, this is what I need because this is where I'm struggling, this is what I need right now. So just taking that extra step to do that. Um, for me as well, there's, um, there's a song by Ren Collective called Weep With Me, if anyone's heard of it. And there's some lyrics from that song, which... <laughs> that's good. We've got, we've got a fan. We've got a fan. Um, there's some lines from that song that just mean so much to me and just, uh, just have so much significance. If I could just have the first line up, please. That's it. So it says, Lord, I will wrestle with your heart, but I won't let you go. It's just so much... It's giving me so much joy and so much comfort knowing that, yes, we can wrestle with things that we don't understand. There's going to be things in the world we don't understand, and that's, that's normal, and that's okay. But it's, it's saying, yes, I will wrestle with these things. I will explore them, and I might not know. I might not know, but I won't let you go. I'm going to be committed to my faith. I'm going to be committed to you. Um, just gives me so much confidence knowing that I can be honest with God. If we look at the next, another line as well, it says... Similarly, yet I will praise you. Yet I will sing of your name. It's not, it's not just, yeah, I might praise you. I might, I, might, I might come to church. I might worship you. No, it's yet I will praise you. Yet I will sing of your name. Regardless of what is happening, yet I will still praise you. So much encouragement when you're not, not feeling it. Um, and if we go on to the next line, please. So it says, what's true in the light is still true in the dark. So again, it's thinking about if we're rooted and... Um, we're rooted in what's true and in what's right, then we know, we know that God's for us all the time, even when we can't see it. So what's true in the light, so when we're feeling good, it's still true in the dark, still true when we can't see it, when there's things that are happening. So, thinking again to my question, what truth could you install in yourself this week through a song? There might be a song that really challenges you or really motivates you or just gives you that extra edge that you need. Think about what song that is, or maybe do some research and find out, and then um, be listening to that song this week. Okay, so uh, if we go to the next slide, please. So point one is singing together is always a witness. Point two is the effect that singing then has on us. So our third point is looking is called singing the gospel. So if you think back to our focus, thinking why we sing, and then the radical witness the church is when we sing. So, first of all, what, what do you think when you hear someone sing? 
So if you hear someone sing, what does, what does it make you think of? Like I said, it makes me think, well, why, why are they singing? Okay, and that's the same when, they come, when people come into church. Think, why, why are we singing? So it's important to be a true witness and a strong witness for people wondering and people thinking. Something that is really important, I touched on then, is the words. Think about the words we are singing as well. So, um, I briefly mentioned uh, before about me coming to church. And that was a few years ago, coming to this church. But originally, it was about six years ago, um, I went to a friend's church. But before I went there, he invited me to his house group. It was basically a night um, sharing different verses, sharing challenges you've got, praying for each other, singing together. Um, and first of all, I went for the fried chicken, the free fried chicken. I'm not going to lie. But uh, after a few weeks, I was really interested in what they had to say, um, interested in, to why, again, why are they singing? Why are they so committed and dedicated to this? Why would they spend their evening doing this instead of just being at home watching TV? What's, why are they doing that? And they, they don't even, probably don't even know that now, but they were witnesses to me. They were witnesses and showing me what it is to be a Christian, what it is to have this faith. So when you're singing and when you're with people, just remember that. You don't always know your impact. Um, so I was going to the house groups, going there every week, and then after a few weeks I went to his church. And um, this was my friend's, my friend's church. So I went there and we're standing at the front. I thought, oh, great. It's, I'm at the front. It's a bit daunting, um, a bit scared, but I thought, he's at the front as well. It'll be fine. And he says, oh, I'm on hosting this week, so I'm going to be off. Oh, okay. So I was at the front there by myself, basically, with hundreds of people, because it's a massive arena, um, which was a bit scary, a bit daunting. Um, but I thought, oh, well, I'm here now, I'm here now, so I'll, I'll give it a go, I'll give it a shout. Um, and they started singing, started worshipping. I thought, okay, this is... I like the commitment, I like the dedication here, but it's a little bit weird for me at the minute. It's a little bit weird. Um, and then suddenly I had this overwhelming feeling. It's, it was such a... It's hard to, hard to explain, but it was some sort of connection. It was a connection and a just sense of comfort and joy, and it was just overwhelming. And I think, looking back, um, it doesn't seem scary, but at the time it did, see, it did feel scary, because I didn't know what it was. It was, it was unknown to me, and... At the time, I didn't speak to anyone. I didn't. Uh, I just kind of kept it inside. I didn't speak to anyone. So, if that's something you've experienced or you're experiencing, that is something you need to speak to someone about because it's amazing. It's great, but it needs to you need to talk about it so it's not hidden inside. Um, so that was six years ago. If I had chased that up, then things I'm sure would have been different right now. Um, now, if we fast forward to just a few years ago when I became a Christian. Um, in terms of singing, in terms of worship, it happened at church. So just like, just like this evening, came to church, there's worshipping, people singing. I think, okay, this is nice. I like a bit of singing. This is good. But I still hadn't explored. I still hadn't thought about what it meant to worship. Why, why would we sing? Why would we sing to God? Why would we do that on a Sunday? Um, so I hadn't explored and I hadn't felt the impact of it because of that. So what I started to do, I started looking at different genres of music. So I thought, oh, well... Maybe it's, maybe it's the genre of music that I don't like. Maybe it's the, uh, just that style of music that I don't like. And um, that was something I wanted to look up. So I looked up so many different genres. And it's amazing to see how many genres there are out there of Christian music. So there's uh, Bill No, there's rap, there's um, pop. Um, there's, even, um, there's even like folk music, like the Ren Collective. Um, 
And it's just great to see how many genres there are. And you could say, oh, well, what's, what's the importance of that? Surely it's about the words. Yes, but that was what attracted me. It was the genre that attracted me. It was the type of music and their singing that attracted me first. But then it was the words of truth that kept me wanting more. I was like, wow, this is good for me. I need, I need more of this. I need to find more songs like this. So that's what got me exploring more, finding out more. So you might think, oh, actually, this, the music here that you don't like it might not be the genre for you, and that's fine. But find out what it is. What kind of music do you like that's going to get you motivated, that's going to get you wanting to listen more and more? Because that's what kind of church we should be. We should be wanting to listen and worship more and more and more. And that's also true when we're thinking about sharing to others. Maybe there's other people we want to share music with, thinking about, oh, actually, I know that person likes that genre. I'm going to make that little bit of effort to do a little bit of research and find some music that they like, that they can, um, they can approach and they can listen to themselves. So if we could look at um, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 here. So thinking about, like I said, sharing with others, sharing, our mu- sharing um, songs, sharing worship with others, um, I thought this verse was important. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So let your light shine before others. So it's thinking, okay, if I'm thinking about my words and I'm thinking about what I'm singing, I'm thinking about how I'm using my voice, I then need to make sure through that I'm then shining before others. I can make sure that my good, uh, my good deeds, what I'm doing is being seen and I'm glorifying God. I'm glorifying our Father in heaven. And then from there, if we think back to the torches, we are shining our, our light onto the good news. So it's all linking back to giving more light onto the good news and onto the gospel. Now, um, thinking about our words that we sing, um, recently, and I'm sure over the years, there's been, oh, there's been different songs that have caused some controversy based on their lyrics, based on their words. And you might have come across a, a song like that. You think, oh, actually, I'm not sure I agree with that. And that's good. That is really good. If you're thinking about the words and um, you're challenging yourself and wrestling with them, that is great. Because you shouldn't be singing something you don't believe in. If you're singing something you don't agree with or you don't believe with, believe in, then you're not being true to yourself. And that's thinking back to what is in our heart. The abundance of our heart is where the mouth speaks. So we need to make sure that we are singing songs and we're worshipping songs with words we do know. So it's something really important to do. And it's not so much, I'm not, I'm not interested really if um, you think one way or another way about a song. You might think, okay, because of these lyrics, I'm not going to listen to that song. That's great. And it's not something that should become an argument, but it's, it's good to know that it is good to wrestle with it, and we should be wrestling with it. So if we could just link back to uh, Psalm 66, please. So, so again, shout for joy to God, all the earth, sing the glory of his name. So again, we need to be singing the glory of his name. If, these, if the words we're singing aren't true and they're not singing glory, then they're not showing their glory, then we need to think back to what we're singing again. Okay, so um, our voice ultimately does hold power and does hold impact, whether that's through how we're saying it, through the words um, that we're singing or the words we're saying. It does hold impact and power. And while I was writing this, funny enough, Nicky Gumbel tweeted, so it must be true, but he tweeted this. He said, your words are powerful. With a few kind words, you can transform a person's day and sometimes even their life. So obviously, this is Nicky Gumbel. It's not, it's not from the Bible, but it, was, it supports. It supports. It's fine. 
Um, your words are powerful. So it's so true. Our words are powerful. A few kind words can transform someone's day. Think about recently when someone's encouraged you, or maybe when someone's praised you, or even said they like your hairstyle or they like your top. Something like that is means means a lot to us. It does mean a lot to us. So think think about if you're sharing the good news of Jesus with someone. Imagine how much more impact that has on someone. Let alone just you saying um, a compliment to them, that can change everything. It's life-changing news. So being told that you no longer have to feel anxious, you no longer have to feel afraid, you no longer have to worry about what is, what's happening once you die. These, things are, these are big things that we often forget. We hold these truths and we hold this knowledge that we need to be sharing. So as I'm just coming to an end on this point, it's important as well when we're sharing the gospel, we're sharing the good news, we need to remember it's not a quick fix. This isn't something that, oh, I can see my friends going through this, so um, I'll tell them about the gospel and that's it, it's just fixed. It's important we are being true. Like it said in the verse earlier, we need to be true, be speaking truth. So if we're hiding away the fact that we need to be committed and there's going to be opposition and other things that might get in the way, then it's not going to be true to them, it's not actually going to help. So we need to make sure we're not selling the, the gospel for a quick fix like that way. Ultimately, we're not a perfect church. There's no one perfect in here. If you've got to know anyone here, none of us are perfect. It's not, it's not um, a place for perfect people. I've heard often people say, oh, no, I couldn't come to church because I've done this or I've done that or um, because I, I, I think this or because I do this. But this church isn't, it's not perfect. No churches are perfect. It's not full of perfect people. So that's something else we need to make sure we're being clear with as well. Ultimately, if we're speaking truth on, um, if we're speaking truth on the gospel and what it's like to be a Christian, and then that way we're given a true representative to the person we're speaking to. So, just to end, um, in conclusion, we need to be witnessing through our song, thinking about our words we are singing, and ultimately we need to remember that the world needs the gospel, that everyone needs to know this news. It's not. It's not a case of just this one person that's struggling in snow. It's joy for everyone. That's what we're called to be. We're created from a creator to, be, to be, have this joy, to have this calling. Yeah. We're in the time where people are trying to find their purpose, their calling, their joy in things that are temporary, and they're not going to find that joy. You can look up online. There's so many celebrities and actors and actresses. Everyone have said they've tried, they've tried it, um, drinking, they've tried drugs, they've tried all these different things to to find their purpose, to really find that joy, and yet they don't find that joy. It's not, it's not through those things that they're going to find joy. So we need to be a church that is witnessing through our songs, through our worship, through the words that we are singing, because it is good news. We forget it is such good news. So this week, I encourage us to sing boldly and ultimately sing for the joy that it brings. For the joy it brings to us by motivating and challenging us and aligning our heart but also for the other people that are around us, whether they're in church or they're outside of church or wherever it is, we're still witnessing wherever we are. So that's important. If I could just call up the band, I'm just going to be a few more minutes. Um, if there's been anything today that I've mentioned or maybe there's just questions you've had recently that you're exploring, I'd encourage you to definitely speak to people. I think when I was first exploring... Um, everything with faith, I, I wasn't really open. I wasn't really talking to people. I was taking it in, but I wasn't talking. And I think 
a lot of exploring is about talking and it's about the conversation, having those real conversations. Saying, okay, this is really something I'm struggling with. Is this really what it means in, in this verse or is this really what Christians do? And it's understanding it and then that way you've got a true um, understanding of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to follow Jesus. So, little plug here. I went to Alpha um, when I was first exploring and Alpha is amazing. I couldn't, I couldn't talk about it enough. It's so good. Um, so you go along to these every week and you have a meal, sit down and have a meal and then there's normally a video or a topic that is discussed. But it's such a good chance to ask questions that you have. Ask any questions that and they're on your mind or any thoughts that you have. And it's just an open, open discussion to um, discuss in faith. So I'd recommend it if um, that's you right now. Um, but before we end, I'd just like to finish with a prayer. I'm not sure how we are on time. I've got to do my countdown, but we okay? That's good. Um, so, uh, Lord, just like to thank you for the life-changing gift of the gospel that you give us. Thank you that we are free to sing and to praise in this city. Thank you that we have the opportunity to do that. And I pray that this week we use our possession, position in the best way that we can. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you set a fire in us this week to praise unconditionally, whether we're feeling comfortable or maybe we're feeling uncomfortable, emotionally or physically. Lord, may your words spill out of us this week in song so we can share your love to others. In your holy name, amen.